It's time to play the show. The bell has rung, and that big show might be over. But it's time for us to bring wrestling information you can enjoy with the match predictions, analysis, the ups and downs of professional wrestling, all reaction, some beverage drinking to bring you logic on tap with your good brothers. It's time for you to look into the eyes of Howard Blues and the Mark Kidder on Beer, Blues, and BS. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to a special wrestling review episode of Beer, Blues, and BS, the podcast that um, usually has something clever to say here, but... um, yeah um has it been one of those weeks it's just been one of those days kidder it's been one of those days unfortunately we don't have a shirt for that yeah so future howard insert something clever back a little bit Ah, he's not gonna do it i'm your host howard blues here as always with my co-host the man the myth the legend the mark kidder kidder how you doing tonight well you know my brother from another mother i'm doing great and the reasoning why i'm doing great just went to wwe saturday night's main event at the bismarck event center sat through it had some ups had some downs had some beer and some good times and now i'm here with you we get to continue this good fun happy pain train as it were into this here review video and before i ask you what's on tap or what's happening or what's going on of course like everyone who's watching this to please subscribe to our channel whether you're watching the video version or listening to the audio version we'd love for you to subscribe like us on facebook and visit our website beerbluesbs.com for everything triple b related beerbluesbs.com a quick cheap plug to throw out right at the beginning of the show how are blues are you thirsty uh you know i could use a beverage fantastic what are you drinking uh well kidder uh because it's late and i'm tired Mm. and it's been a day Uh, I'd just have some brisk iced tea. <laughs> He's going with the brisk again, baby. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, to, to make this interesting, Kidder, because um, I was at a wedding and the food was okay, um, I, I will also be enjoying some lovely uh, Reese, uh, like Larissa's Pieces, dipped pretzels um, as I wow. sit here very classy yeah you know so drink and snacks well i'm glad that (laughs) i thought you were you were choking on one for a second there i didn't know if i was gonna have to laugh get out of the chair and get up there or call 911 so i'm glad glad none of that was happening Oh, let's see. Let's open the Triple B fridge this evening. Run on in here too. I think uh, lemonade would be all right. Actually, you know what? 
this year is one of them there shows uh, that we're doing uh, where <clears throat> don't necessarily need to debut something new. So what I am having tonight, continuing the theme from the day, is a Bloody Mary. This one being the Zing Zang Bloody Marys. I picked up some more. These are 9% alcohol by volume, and it is made with vodka. It's award-winning Bloody Mary mix. A little spicy, if you like the spicy Bloody Marys. And uh, visit them online at zingzang.com for more information. Put this in the handy-dandy Avalanche Stanley Cup Championship koozie. And pop this open. All right. So as I'm getting this prepared, getting ready to roll... <clears throat> I know you didn't necessarily have a good day, but I want to share my day with you and hopefully make it a little better as we talk about some wrestling here. Uh, ended up spending some time at the local establishment Lucky's 13 Pub in Bismarck today. Had some breakfast, had some beverages, including Bloody Marys, and played some bingo. Yes, it was really the quadruple B earlier today. Stayed there for a while, picked up the tickets for Saturday night's main event. And then uh, went next door to another establishment uh, you may have heard of, Sidelines, for another couple hours and had a couple more beverages and then went across the street again back to the event center for WWE's Saturday night's main event. Uh, didn't get the huge packages that they had available. They had two packages uh, where you could have the ramp experience, where you could have an entrance, have your five minutes of fame, as it were. Uh, kind of like the video uh, that we had talked about before from WrestleMania 30, where there was the uh, experience <clears throat> at WrestleMania Access. Again, I wasn't there, so I didn't see everything involved with that, but looked like it uh, or sound like it would have been fun. There's also a, another tier above that for about uh, $540 a ticket with the superstar experience where you get to hang out with the superstars a little bit or a superstar photograph, autograph, that sort of thing. And you get the other experience with the uh, entrances and what not the entrances package was like four hundred thirty dollars so. i just want to uh throw out there kidder uh one of our archaeologists who uh attended the show actually had one of those packages and uh got an autograph from bailey so wow and a photo and such so mm. yeah very surprising with the heel that bailey is right now I guess that's how it goes. Good for him. <laughs> I don't know if I saw him, but I saw a lot of things. It was a good show. <laughs> and uh, we'll get to that. First, uh, if you had the time and the cash, where would you have chosen to sit for this? Because they have the bleachers. You know, the elevated seating. There's the floor. 
in the various portions of the arena. And then, of course, uh, you know, the closer and the more expensive packages like those two that I just uh, described. If you if you had the time, you had the ability, you had the uh, cash. I mean, what uh, what would you prefer? Um, I would be sitting in the elevated section, not like the far nosebleeds, but just kind of up off the floor because then you can see everything. Um, Because I have been to these house shows with you and have been on the floor and such. And you can see most of the stuff, but there are times where, you know, stuff is happening on the far side of the ring and you just, you can't see it. And so I prefer to be up a little bit um, so I can see everything. That said, when you do that, you do lose out on the experience of being able to interact and sometimes hear the wrestlers yell back at you and such and and that. So that's kind of the trade-off. I mean, but I, I still, I think I would prefer to sit up a little bit higher and see. I have sat in the way nosebleeds for one of the shows and, <laughs> I, you know, that was okay. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Just not uh, as fun way up there okay uh, i mean it wasn't bad it's not like the bismarck event center is so large that like when you're sitting up in the nosebleeds you're like who's that speck in the ring you know you still can see everything <laughs> it's just uh it loses some of the um the grandioso, uh, grandioso, I'm late in words. Um, it just doesn't feel like, I know it's a house show and it's not like it's a, one of the big shows, but when you are closer, it can be more immersive and you feel like it's a bigger thing when you're kind of way up in the back and you just kind of see how dinky the ramp is and the pyro and... <laughs> All of that, it it's it kind of comes off very amateurish almost. So it loses some of that professionalism when you sit that far away in a in a house show. That makes sense. Sure. Who knows? Howard is tired. He spent most of his day at different events. Mm, you know, the fact that I'm even having somewhat cohesive thought, yeah. We'll go with that. We'll call that a win. Yeah. I mean, that's a word. Yeah. Cohesive things, getting things together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Good. I suppose we've wasted enough time and <clears throat> maybe we should um, actually discuss tonight's show, huh? Yeah, probably. I'd like to go to bed at some point. Okay. Well, the good thing about this is it won't be as long as one of our regular shows (laughs) the the bad news is uh it's not as short as one of the teaser clips all right so just basic notes of the arena the show etc the tickets that i picked up were ringside seats They even opened up some last-minute seats and had some very decent pricing on those aforementioned seats. And so they weren't 150, 250, 430, 530 to sit 
that close. Good on them for doing that. Wish I had, uh, you know, been able to see those initially anyway. Uh, a few other people were in attendance tonight as well at various points of the arena, including NDWF general manager Mike Erickson. And uh, Z was also there and several other members of our collective group. So big shout out to them. Hello, everyone who was there that I didn't get a chance to say hello to in person. The other thing is their set that they now have for the house shows, like the smaller house shows like ours. Very, very good. I definitely enjoy the set. It looks almost like the one that you see on television. So big video board and it blends in with the actual area where they come out of the back the tunnel uh, gorilla area, if you will, in the ramp and around. They also had the old school barricades with the, the WWE sheaths around them. So you could be up close and personal to the action, which some of the, uh, some of the photos will show as we get into that. Uh, also note that tonight's show is a raw branded show. They played the raw intro before they, uh, really started going with the show. Uh, another note is that Byron Saxton was here once again. I was really hoping to get a moment with him to record a quick video. And hey, Saxton, how does it feel when the other commentators tell you to shut up all the time? And then as he starts explaining, shut up, Saxton. <laughs> but I didn't get a chance to do that. Let's see. What else can I say? Uh, the attendance was pretty good. Could have been better, but overall, I thought it was very good. So, as they say, let's get it on. It is time for the main event. Your first match, a tag team match. This for the WWE Unified Tag Team Championships. Featuring the Usos and Alpha Academy. Now, uh, Kidder, you know I haven't been really watching the product. <clears throat> okay. But isn't Alpha Academy a heel tag yeah. team? Yeah. So this Very was a much so. What so this was a heel versus the heel. Yep. Championship, man. Yep. <laughs> We're starting off the show on the right foot. So, so, so who did you cheer in this, this particular situation? Cause you know, <laughs> <laughs> I booed everybody, including Saxton. <laughs> okay. Good to know. I, of course, had to choose the Usos. I, 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 are, are we doing predictions on this, Kidder? Because this seems like a stupid to. show to do predictions on. <laughs> it kind of it kind of is, but 
We might as well. This would have been a good one for the chip challenge. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, I'm going to say it's the Usos because they're not going to do a title change in Bismarck, North Dakota. That's not where this is going to happen. <clears throat> it would be pretty funny, though, because there have been, I don't know, like two title changes at house shows in history. Yeah, but those were both kind of they needed to happen. You know, it was kind of a yeah. we need to get this off to make the next thing work. So, mm-hmm. yeah. They tried not to do that, though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Except for when they would really want to sell tickets at the house shows. Because, you know, there's nothing better than saying, look what happened at a house show. This is why you should attend, because you never know what's going to happen. It's very true. Very true. So this one was pretty funny because Alpha Academy came out first uh, after Byron Saxton announced that it was a tag team match for the Unified Tag Team Championships, which was kind of a a surprise. Uh, Most of the matches, in fact, and most of the wrestlers who were here was a surprise because there was very little information put out about who would actually be attending, which is very annoying because in the past you go to the WWE website and they have all the matches on there. and You can take screenshots and whatnot and share for instances just like this. But here we go. Alpha Academy came out first and uh, Otis happened to be very close to my position because of course the heels are in that corner typically the camera close corner which is where we were and uh, i yelled otis otis and he you know looked over at me and i said where's tucker and he goes he's at home where he belongs ah and then i told him he needed to bring back heavy machinery and do the caterpillar It just kind of went sideways from there. Usos came out. They got a pretty big pop. Uh, Cheers and boos. Actually, both of the teams got cheers and boos, depending on what point of the match it was. Uh, Chad Gable very, very much doing everything that he could to get some cheap heat, including... You know, they, they were just in Canada for SmackDown yesterday and in Winnipeg, in fact. And they're talking about when they flew in and, you know, they're happy to be back in the U.S. And yeah, U.S. And then he says, well, until I learned that I had to be here in Bismarck, North Dakota. Cheap heat <laughs> right away. So they got uh, everything rolling and it was a pretty good back and forth. There was a lot of that cheap heat mentality for the match. Uh, The Usos running back and forth with the Alpha Academy and it was a pretty balanced match. It wasn't completely one way or another. Uh, A little bit of crowd interaction as well by getting thrown out to the uh, ringside area. And a couple big spots as well, including the classic shooting gum 
which happened uh, a few different times throughout the night. And of course, after a good, uh, I suppose, 12 minutes or so, the winners and still champions, I don't know how they pulled it off, the, the Usos. So that was pretty good. Next match. This was somewhat interesting to me because now they're running a program with Austin Theory and KO. They've run uh, a, a couple teasers, I suppose you could say, within the programming. But as you know, the live programs are where they debut things and do what they can to see if people like it, if the wrestlers can work together, have that flow, those sorts of things. So Austin Theory came out first. We booed. We yelled at him. Everything that needs to happen. And of course, KO heading down to the ring. I, of course, pick KO because it's the KO show. I, you know, you know who I'm going to pick. Of course, I'm going to pick Kevin Owens. I like Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is one of the best acts to see live because he does a great job of interacting with the crowd. Like, it is guaranteed that he will shout something at somebody at some point. Um, so love me some Kevin Owens. So I'm hoping he's going to win. So this one, yes, very good. I mean, I love watching Kevin Owens work. Great matches. Uh, a lot of back and forth, and he really plays into that. And you can, of course, then tell how he's selling things and creates that match story. Did the classic KO moves, gets the stunner, ends up, uh, you know, throughout the match, hitting the stunner and uh, blasting Austin Theory into next year and getting the pin for the one, two, three. And of course, your winner, KO. Very nice. good. Yes. Then uh, KO took a few minutes to, I should say a minute, not a few minutes to celebrate and cheer with the fans and come on around <clears throat> as he was celebrating. Well, I happened to high five Kevin Owens as he came running by. Wish he would have slowed down, had enough time for a picture because how awesome would that have been? A photo with KO. Maybe someday in the future. Yeah, it would, but they tend to be, you know, they tend to get out of there pretty quick. You know, because uh, a lot of times when they're doing these road shows, like he's going to go to the back, he's going to shower. As soon as whoever he's riding with is done, they're on the road heading to the next town. We'll have more on that later. <laughs> next, lights go out. Suddenly, Jefferson Airplane starts playing over the speakers. And it's not the full song. It's just the vocal track. Very interesting. And they play essentially the whole chorus of said song. Most of the diehard people 
are well in tune. And of course, on this uh, show, Triple B, we try and keep you informed with the latest wrestling and everything else of information that is interesting to us. And we've discussed that on a couple different episodes. So the diehard WWE fans are pretty sure that it is Bray Wyatt who they're teasing, who will be coming to uh, Extreme Rules next weekend. And so everybody who, again, is familiar, putting their flashlights up, lighters, fireflies are out. So they played through that for a good uh, minute and a half. Then, quiet on the set. Can we please have quiet on the set? And of course, what do I do when the Titantron lights up and the words show up in front of you? I say, awful! Like I have for the past 12 plus years. <laughs> Yes, The Miz is in the house. He comes out. It's Miz TV. And he starts spitting and spewing about it's Bismarck and we need to be quiet. And Bismarck doesn't deserve The Miz's talent. Definitely does not deserve a match from The Miz. This and that goes on and on for, oh, a, a few minutes. A few minutes. And just as he's pretty much getting ready to go, Titantron hits, and Dolph Ziggler is in the house, everybody. Dolph Ziggler comes on down to the ring and gets on in the ring, grabs a microphone, and basically tells him, you know, suck it up. You're being dumb and this and that. Hey, we should have a match. Okay. So they have a nice 12-minute match, and I picked Dolph Ziggler. Um, I don't know. <laughs> Just to be disagreeable, I'll choose them as. I, I, Is it because he's awesome? No, it's just the two of them can have a good match together. And they're good friends. In real life, I, I just I couldn't tell you like story wise or anything like that. Who should win? You know, it's not as easy as, hey, it's the Usos and they're not going to change the titles. I, I I just don't know. So, as I said, for drama's sake, uh, I'll choose the Miz. So I, some very I can flip drama. a coin if that makes you feel better. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. It's your, it's your coin. <laughs> it's your chick, your pick, your choice. All right. Uh, again, a little over twelve minutes. <clears throat> nice back and forth. Uh, really, the opportunity for each of these matches has been for each of the wrestlers to get in all of their signature moves which is nice because there is that back and forth. As you mentioned, Dolph Ziggler and The Miz have really worked together and opposite of each other for quite some time now. And so they put on a really good match. And of course, you have to remember that uh, The Miz 
was in a program for a bit with uh, Maurice, his wife, in which the crowd at that specific live event, which was, I believe, a raw show, began chanting as a result of the discussion in the ring. Miz has tiny balls or more specifically, tiny balls, tiny balls. Well, it continued tonight. So we got some of that action. It was pretty good. Miz played off of that and he was yelling at the audience. It was really good. That's another reason why I enjoy going to these uh, smaller shows because you get that chance to see the wrestlers interacting with the crowd on more of a one-on-one basis versus a raw SmackDown show or a pay-per-view show. So sorry, sorry, premium live event. I apologize <clears throat> because they're very timed very scripted if you will you have your time for your match you can't specifically go and yell at people because you're on tv you gotta focus this and that and then and you're done so these smaller shows like this it's really an opportunity to get involved with the fans well couple huge moves and counters and back and forth and Dolph Ziggler hits the zigzag one two three the roll up and there it is Dolph Ziggler your winner over Mike the Miz Mizanin uh, should- shucks <laughs> should have put the chip on the line <laughs> <laughs> Next, uh, they showed uh, some videos and photos and whatnot. Of course, as WWE does, they have the ability to hashtag the specific event. So this is WWE Bismarck. You submit your uh, tweets, Instagram posts, and Facebook posts with that hashtag. And then the uh, social media conglomeration comes together into their graphical form and shows you up on the screen and yes i got up there on three different times because i'm the man the myth legend of course as we continue on the next match is getting promoed and away we go music hits it's our truth I miss that guy. <laughs> I've been wondering where he's been. Wondering if he's still employed. I'm happy to see that he's still there. Good. He did his whole rap coming out too. High five and the kids and everything all the way around. What's up? What's up? What's up? To which I, of course, sent a photo of said individual, our <clears throat> truth with the caption, Who's that? Who's that to a certain dinosaur McNally? Of course, the reason we did that is as a joke going back like, you know, 12 to 15 years <laughs> talking about our truth when he would come out and he goes, what's up? And then puts the mic up into the air for the crowd to fill it in. We would go, who's that? Who's that? 
just because a couple of those times we actually couldn't tell from the camera angles who it was. And I mean, you know, by the music, it was funny. You had to be there. Then the next music hits, because again, they didn't promote any of the matches beforehand, except for four matches and two of them were completely wrong but had people from the other matches this individual not included on any of those matches uh either and it was shelton benjamin yes the original shelton benjamin returns i was uh, disappointed i didn't have an opportunity to ask him if he was going to ever bring back the silver frosted hair that he had for a while you know to make him look like cisco i.e the thong song very sad i missed that opportunity but shelton benjamin and our truth our truth also uh, was on the microphone and said that he dedicated this match to his childhood hero and howard blues do you remember who that is isn't it John Cena? It certainly is, because you can't see him. I, of course, pick R-Truth. Little Jimmy was not in attendance either. I don't know what, what Little Jimmy was up to. Yeah, I'm going to take R-Truth, too. Very good. Good choice. So this was a good match. R-Truth even put in several John Cena moves. In fact... Pretty much four of the five moves of doom. <laughs> so that was good. Got the crowd into it. Did the sections of the what's up, what's up. Very good. Uh, of course, Shelton Benjamin and his amateur wrestling background and having been in the business for a good 20 years now, knows how to wrestle. I certainly enjoyed this match. Over the years, I've been more or less a Shelton Benjamin fan and R-Truth, although I think R-Truth has been used as a mid-carter, like the stereotypical jobber for too long. And I think they need to give him a little bit more because in 2020, when he and Carmella had uh, paired up and we're doing the different um, interview um, segments, the dance breaks. It was interesting. They were at least involved and uh, enjoyed seeing them at the Royal Rumble that year, 2019, going back an extra year. So that was fun. Uh, anyway, uh, all of these matches, for the most part, were really about 10 to 15 minutes which was also nice and winner of this match. Well, that happened to be our truth. Mm -hmm. Cool. On we go <clears throat> with the rest of uh, the evening here. The next match on the card is for the raw women's championship. This being a triple threat for the title. Bianca Belair, the Raw Women's Champion, versus 
Bailey versus Tamina. Okay. Which I believe is the first time Tamina has been at a show in Bismarck. Not 100% sure, but I don't recall her being at uh, the other shows in the past that I've yeah. attended. Yeah, I can't remember if she was at the one that I attended that you did not attend. Gonna tell you. In this case, Kidder, I'm gonna stick with Bianca Belair retaining the title and pinning Tamina. That's why it's a triple threat. That's why Tamina's in there. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you don't want to um, take the momentum away from Bailey, but you can't take away the title. Exactly. Very good thinking, of course. I concur on the thought process. Bailey made her way to the ring first. Very funny because she, you know, got some decent cheers and she was yelling at people in the audience. And of course, you know, people were either cheering or booing her and didn't matter because she'd, (laughs) you know, do the whole heel thing and try and get some cheap heat. Tamina came out and to me, this is a very odd time for Tamina. Because the last time that we really saw her on TV was part of the 24-7 championship fiasco where there were uh, really four of them. Uh, Let's see. It would have been Tamina, of course. And uh, my gosh, I'm making a blank. Reggie. The valet and Dana Brooke and uh, uh, the other guy that I'm trying to remember who is kind of like a ninja and is definitely being underused. Character <laughs> Zawa. Uh, yes. Yes. I'm glad that you were able to peg that by the kind of like a ninja and definitely being underused. <laughs> yes. <clears throat> so it was really the four of them is the main focus of this storyline where th- they individually got paired off and then they got married. And then within two weeks they got divorced because whatever. And this was, terrible storyline around the 24-7 championship. And R-Truth was actually the officiant for both the marriage ceremonies and the divorce ceremonies. (laughs) That part was funny. But yes, the look that Howard Blues has on his face right now, that sums it up right there. It's kind of a... (laughs) That look, yes. So, again, uh, this match, uh, as I was saying, very interesting time for Tamina because is she a heel or is she a face? I don't even really know at this point after the match because, yeah, she was that third party 
to take the bullet to keep the storylines going the way they're going. Um, this match with the triple threat had a lot of action into it. There were a few botches, which is you know disappointing because from uh, Tamina, you would expect a lot from being multi-generational talent to having been in the business for decades. But it just had some clunky moments through the match. There's a little bit of that, but we've seen on the pay-per-view, damn it, the premium live events. Wait, you haven't seen them. That I've seen on the premium live events. So, overall, it was still a good match. There was a lot of athleticism between Bianca Belair, as we've come to expect. Uh, Some pretty big spots of the high-risk maneuvers up onto the turnbuckles. uh, Superplex at one point. Uh, Very, very good still. Uh, Definitely you know, wasn't a terrible match. And uh, just as you had mentioned, uh, it, it turns out that, uh, yes, Tamina was on the ground and got, uh, got the pin, I believe, because that's what needed to happen. I'm just trying to go through... My uh, my photos here as you know you experience a lot of this, but uh, there's there's just so much, so much that happens because at one point Bailey did get covered. So, in fact, it could have been Bailey who was pinned. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I didn't record that. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe next time I'll bring a notebook and really start taking notes. But then you'll have to come along. Keep me honest. <laughs> Maybe. We'll see. Depends when they come back. Last time was three years ago. So, another two to three years. Probably. All right. Anticlimactic uh, finish there for us talking about it. But Bianca is obviously still your Raw Women's Champion. (laughs) The next match on the card. This is your main event of main event this one features seth freaking rollins and the united states champion bobby lashley for the united states championship bobby lashley's the choice from me yeah again they're not going to change titles in Bismarck, North Dakota. So Bobby Lashley, it is this one. Very, very slow start. Seth Rollins was running his mouth and running around the ring, 
getting away from Bobby Lashley. finally did get into the ring they locked up did a few matches or moves i should say in the match and separated small move separate it was very much kind of like the traditional hockey dump and chase (laughs) like let's go get something moving Well, they start actually getting something moving. Lashley starts doing some moves to Rollins. And, well, Howie Blues at a live house show. We had a DraftKings screwy finish of the night. Austin Theory comes running out, smacks Lashley with the briefcase. Ding, 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 ding. That's the end of that. And uh, the winner, of course, Bobby Lashley by disqualification. As the bell is ringing, well, who else comes running on out to the ring? Because, you know, Bobby Lashley's pissed and it's beating up both of them. Well, the Miz comes running out and starts beating up on Bobby Lashley. And Theory's there beating him up, too. And he's got the briefcase and they're beating each other up and... Rollins is out there, and now he's starting to beat up Lashley. And, well, who comes running out from the back but KO and Dolph Ziggler? They start beating the hell out of each other, so it's now the three of them who kick out the three who were previously in the ring, being heels. KO gets on the mic, showing off his microphone skills, calling them all tiny balls. You 
the the three of them having the world's smallest testicles. Thanks, KL. It was great. So they basically uh, KO calls them out, says, hey, get in here. If you want to prove that you don't have the world's smallest testicles, have a match with us. Three on three. Okay, they agree to it. So then keeps on going. They do start the match, which was very good. They start, you know, throwing each other back and forth around and trying to tag and uh, this and that, etc. As as we know, right? But when it all comes down to it, during the match, more screwy finish. Yes, another screwy finish of the night, thanks to DraftKings. <clears throat> Excuse me involving the briefcase and they uh uh the three of them the heels <clears throat> try to say that they're basically done and uh because they lost okay they got a they got a quick pin uh, by uh if i remember correctly it was uh ko pinned them real quick they were gonna leave and basically, KO's like, no, you can't uh, cheat and try and get out of this and that sort of thing. Get back in here. We'll finish this. No DQ. We'll keep it going. Okay. So then shit got real. <laughs> They're going over here. They're going over there. They went out in the crowd this way. They went out in the crowd that way. They're beating the hell out of each other back and forth. The briefcase is over here. They're up onto the side. There's a low blow over here. And then suddenly the Miz is right in front of me. And I'm like, because yeah, he just got the uh, due to the ropes. He, he got the low blow on his tiny balls. And he's there holding them, and, and, and I'm like, Miz, Miz, it's okay. You get tiny balls. You got to stop faking. And then uh, I said, because uh, we basically shook hands as well, and I said, you should give this kid your shirt because he's got bigger balls than you do. <laughs> and, and then he walked away and was finishing the match so the the heels end up at one point pulling a table austin theory grabs a table and of course yeah get the tables love it they bring it into the ring and they set it up on its side the traditional basic corner spot right so then rollins comes into the middle uh the faces except for bobby uh, are outside the ring and austin theory miz and uh rollins are in the center of the ring and rollins does one of these and then uh theory right in there too and of course miz is like and then yes what does that signify the shield of course 
does that and uh, everybody starts booing and going nuts because you know you don't have the shield anymore so they pick up uh, as in theory and Miz pick up Bobby Lashley to do the table spot that the shield used to do now if you remember it was Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins who would pick up the opponent onto their shoulders and then Roman Reigns do the and then power bomb them through the table so at this point it's Rollins doing the power bomb or at least attempting because Theory and Miz get Lashley up put them onto Rollins shoulders Lashley counters gets out of it very nice they end up blasting the two of them out of the way and then well guess what there's some super kicks that are sh- that are shared you got the stereo because Dolph Ziggler's now in there and then they set it up where theory gets put in front of the table after he got the super kicks and then Bobby Lashley spear through the table and uh, of course Bobby Lashley grabs him and one, two, three for the pin. And that is your Saturday night main event. Your champion still Bobby Lashley, United States champion. That is. So two draft Kings screwy finishes of the night in one match. Yeah, Peter, I, I maybe missed something because I'm trying to stay awake. It's been a long day. Um, yeah. Was, wasn't was it supposed to be Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins in a street fight? Wasn't that yes. the... That's how it was advertised in a couple different okay. places. Yep. Because um, I'm, I'm, I'm just wondering how you have a DQ finish in a street fight. Yep. Because that match didn't happen. Uh, I see. Yep. That's the part I missed. Because I was yep. kind of like that. I had heard that it was a street fight. Um, yep. In fact, my department director, when I saw him at the uh, funeral today, had told me about, oh, yeah, apparently it's a street fight between Bobby Lashley and Seth Rollins. So I that. And yeah, so, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, at least it sounds like it was an action-packed main event. So that's good. Best match of the night, hands down. Best match of the night. It was, it was really, really good. Like I said, they paired off and they were going out through the crowd and on the floor, on each side. You know, I razzed the Miz. It wasn't like uh, the uh, time I think you were there when Cody Rhodes was still stardust and I was chanting something at him screaming and he jumped over six rows of chairs like he was going to attack me. (laughs) Uh, That was good. But got to high five KO with one hand and shook the Miz's hand with my other hand and patted him on the back. And there's video evidence of both. Next time, Triple B goes on the road. Yeah, sure. 
Maybe. No promises. <laughs> well, one of these years, I'm hoping that uh, <clears throat> we'll be able to get to WrestleMania. And then that'll be like a triple B extravaganza. Mm-hmm. Well, well said, one uh, of, said one of these years, not this year or next year. Yeah. Well, I'm uh, giving you well, an out. <laughs> yes, that's good. That's uh, that's good. Well, Kidder, any last uh, thoughts on the uh, house show? Interesting because, like I mentioned, the house shows are like the test bed for what WWE is planning on doing. So programs between Austin Theory and KO, Seth Rollins for the U.S. title picture, uh, Tamina somewhat being included with the women's championship. I mean, even as the token person to be able to get out without blowing the storyline, still putting the pressure or maybe not pressure as a good word, but putting the thought that Bailey can again become the women's champion of either brand probably raw since she's feuding with bianca and of course next weekend with extreme rules it has a a we we have a match it is a match that will happen between bianca and bailey so good out for both of them on that good to see our truth still employed and shelton benjamin i mean i would like to see shelton benjamin in either the intercontinental picture again or the u.s title picture again i think that he would work well with gunther or bobby lashley especially with shelton benjamin potentially having unfinished business with being in the hurt locker and then being kicked out or not the hurt locker the hurt business (laughs) movie versus a faction it's late so that's kind of where where I, I'm going with uh, with that. I think uh, a little training would be in order. That could help a little bit here and there too. Otherwise, overall a good match. And next weekend again is WWE Extreme Rules in Philadelphia. So the night that WWE will go extreme for two matches. That's how it People, goes. <laughs> no matter where you are, if you're watching this because you're a wrestling fan and you've made it this far in the video, number one, thank you. And if you haven't already, please like or subscribe. We appreciate that. But when WWE comes to your town or AEW, either of them, or Impact, Ring of Honor, I don't care, any of them, when any of them come to your town, please go support it. Number one, because, you know, Those people need to, I don't know, make some cash, help them, help their families and whatnot. But just go experience a live event, live wrestling event. It's a lot of fun in person. And I feel that this event tonight was better than any of the Raw and SmackDown episodes that I fast forwarded through in the past five months. 
there's not a whole lot of extra storyline that happens during those, which is probably <laughs> probably why. But uh, you know, it is the live event versus the televised event. You you're more involved. You're more focused on just that. You know, you've paid to be there versus just paying your television bill. So you get more out of it. And I'm happy that I went. Good. Good. And uh, with that, Kidder, we've been talking for quite a while. Well, you've mostly been talking. I've mostly been sitting here trying to stay awake. Uh, and so, as is tradition on these wrestling shows, now's the chance for Kidder gets to rest his voice as Howard tries to wrap this up by delivering all of the cheap plugs. I say try. <laughs> Because sometimes I fail at this. <laughs> uh, Let's start with this. You can start at our home in cyberspace, beerbluesbs.com. It's a well-made website, a tasteful, classy design, but you can find all of our contact information there. That's right. You can find the link to our Facebook page. Please join us there. Like, subscribe. Actually, you don't really subscribe on Facebook. See, that's the one I always mess up. Like, share. There we go. That's Facebook. You can follow there. us. Yeah, that too. That's a great spot to see what we're up to. And uh, Kidder's been posting a lot of extra content on there lately. So, worth the checking out. Yeah, hey, Instagram yeah. and auto posting to Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing. We are on Instagram. I can't tell you much more about that. I am not on the gram. That's right. Howard Blues has a hard right. limit on social media apps, and I've hit my limit. Yeah. So <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. He's done. Uh, with that, you can also find us on YouTube. YouTube's a great place. You can actually watch the version of the show that has our happy, smiling faces. Although I will admit I really haven't smiled much this uh, episode. Anyway, that's our happy smiley faces. Uh, you get a little bit of extra information. We have a fantastic editor. His name is Future Howard. He likes to put up all sorts of interesting things, comments, fun facts, shenanigans. It's a good time. So please make sure to there like and subscribe so that you can catch all of this wonderful entertainment if you're into audio podcasts hey that's how this show was meant to be listened to in the first place and so for that reason we are on all of the audio podcasting services out there pick your favorite one iheart we're there stitcher there amazon sure spotify yeah we're there with some killer kidder show that's still existing in some that means a glorified playlist you know, yeah. Pod Chaser, we're there. Anywhere you want to find an audio podcast, you can find this show. Just always remember to search for Beer, Blues, and BS. With that, he's the man, the myth, the legend, the marketer. I'm Howard it's Blues, reminding you all to keep that glass at least half full. You know. Don't overdo it. Don't underdo it. At least mm -hmm. half full. Moderation uh, is key. Mm -hmm. uh, if you make it till tomorrow, I hear there's possibly a good chance of free beer. 
And uh, if you ever find yourself walking down an old dusty highway, you're probably on the Tuscan Highway, and you'll probably run into us. Oh, right. hell yeah. Good night, everybody. <laughs> you have been listening to a UA production of Beer, Blues, and BS. If you enjoyed the show, help others find out about it by rating the show or leaving a review at your podcast listening service of choice. Thanks for listening, and may your glass never be empty.